Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I wanted a career in which everything would matter. Because I'm motivated by something bigger than myself. So I joined the CIA. And now I help protect our families, our friends, and every fellow American. Here, my abilities contribute to our mission. Agency professionals have extraordinary integrity and exceptional talents. And every day, we do work that's incredibly important. Find out how everything you do in your career can impact our nation. Visit cia.gov careers to learn more and apply. everybody and welcome to Gamecock Central Radio. Emerson Phillips joined by Chris Lee from VandySports.com. That's our Rivals Network partner. Chris bringing us the Vanderbilt perspective today heading into Saturday's game in Nashville. Four o'clock kickoff on the SEC Network. Chris, welcome in. Glad to have you. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Chris, let's talk about Vanderbilt. Two and one on the year. Wins over Middle Tennessee and Nevada. And then the very close loss at Notre Dame on Saturday. A game that Vanderbilt easily could have won, Chris. Yes, it was. I think that they have started better than I expected. This was a team that I thought had some flaws coming into the season. I still think it does have some, but I thought that the offense had a chance to be really good. I think that they are even more talented than maybe I thought. I don't know that the production is quite caught up with the potential, although 420 yards at Notre Dame, which is – that snapped the seven-game streak of them holding opponents under 400 yards. That was impressive. I think they, they're really talented on that side of the ball. Defense, they've got some issues, but their pass defense has been better than I thought. I, I think this is just a better team potentially than most of us thought. I say potentially because through three games a year ago – it looked like a breakthrough season for them, and then Alabama happened, and the wheels fell off. But Alabama's not on the schedule this year, which which may help the morale a bit. And I, I think it's going to be an interesting game Saturday. So, Chris, talk about what Vanderbilt did well on Saturday. Vandy had a turnover late that prevented them from having a chance to beat Notre Dame on the road, and I was very impressed with Kyle Shermer. I watched the entire ball game Saturday, and Shermer was 26-43 of 43 for 326 yards. He had one touchdown and one interception, but you notice he's very poised in the pocket. He's got calm feet. He's very quiet in the pocket, and he's got a good arm, and he made good decisions for the most part all day Saturday. Yeah, I think you summed it up well. I think what makes Notre Dame unique is Notre Dame has got legitimate All-American candidates at cornerback, at linebacker, and defensive line. So that means they can get after the passer a little bit and get in your face while you're trying to throw. Uh, that means that they can sort of stop the run pretty well, and that means that they got a guy that can shut down your best receiver. And Vanderbilt still managed to move the ball, again, to the tune of 420 yards and 6.1 a snap. And I think what makes Vanderbilt unique, and you guys know this having, covering, having covered Hayden Hurst, is when you've got a big tight end who can really catch the ball and move, that's a game-changer. And they've got a kid named Jared Pinkney, who's the leading receiver in the country right now for tight ends. He's 6'4", he's 255, he's had a 53-yard reception this year. I think he went 5 for 111 against Notre Dame with a score. 
it's hard to cover him with a linebacker or a corner because you come up a little shorty the way you try it. He's been a game changer for their offense. I think that their offensive line is pretty big and physical. Yeah, I, I think that Kyle Shermer has got some help around him this year in terms of an experienced offensive line, and not just Pinckney, but Kalijah Lipscomb, who leads the conference in receptions per game. Mm. So you've got an experienced quarterback with a good line, with some weapons. And, oh, by the way, a running game. They've got a running back in Keyshawn Vaughn, who I think is getting severely underutilized, and he's a very talented back. I think that Kyle has a lot of parts around him, and that's helping him play to his potential. Lipscomb caught 11 balls for 89 yards. He's physically imposing, Chris. He looked good. You mentioned Pinckney, five catches for 111 yards in the TD. Vanderbilt's got weapons on offense. Yeah, and the thing with Lipscomb is last year he was a guy that would catch not a lot of balls, but they'd be 20 yards a catch, and he'd be their deep threat, which he can still do. And this year he's, I think, averaging like nine yards a catch, and they're using him more on shorter routes. And the point is he's, he's very versatile. I think that offense, and Vanderbilt's not really known for its offenses. When I compare the standard against Vanderbilt, you know, it's, it's not like I'm saying they're Alabama or Georgia, but for Vanderbilt, it is an unusually talented offensive team. And uh, that's stuff that I think folks across the SEC aren't used to seeing. I still don't think they use their kids right in a lot of situations, but there's a, there's a massive load of potential there. And I'm saying this. It's not just me. From what I'm told, they had an unusual amount of NFL scouts. Uh, I, I think maybe more than people could almost count yesterday at practice. So I know I'm not alone in my evaluation of, of kind of the talents they have on that side of the ball. So Notre Dame featured a run-heavy attack. Wimbush, the Notre Dame quarterback, only attempted 23 passes in the ball game, completed 13. And it was Tony Jones, Jr. for Notre Dame that gave the Vanderbilt defense problems, 17 carries, 118 yards. And Wimbush carried 19 times for 84 yards. So Notre Dame's physical running style really was the difference in that ball game against Vanderbilt. It was. And your concern if you're Vanderbilt is that Ball State limited them in the run. And then Ball State went out and got torched by Indiana in the run game. And Notre Dame didn't really have a lot of problem moving aside defenders. And it's something that I saw a lot in fall camp is their offensive line got the best of their defensive line just about every day. And I think if you're a team that can run the ball just competently and you've got a big physical offensive line, I just don't think they have the guys in the middle like Derek Mason was hoping to recruit to the 3-4. I think that is the one area – across any area of the field you want offense, defense, special teams, where they can most be exploited. And I think if I'm Derek Mason, that is that is my number one concern heading into South Carolina. I know the Gamecocks aren't maybe really known for running the ball, but they've got enough guys who can do it, and they've got a huge offensive line. I think that's a bad matchup for Vandy. Four o'clock kickoff Saturday for the Gamecocks and the Commodores. It's in Nashville. It'll be on the SEC Network, and we're talking with Chris Lee from VandySports.com. That's our Rivals Network partner. Chris, bringing us the Vanderbilt perspective today. Chris, I'm going to play a soundbite here from Derek Mason talking about this Vanderbilt-South Carolina game. Here's what he said during his midweek press conference. South Carolina Gamecocks coming into town, and this game's going to be a street fight. This game's going to be a street fight. I mean, some of you guys don't know who Kimbo Slice is. Hopefully you do. Uh, man, you go back to it, man, this isn't a sanctioned fight. This is a street fight. I mean, this is the SEC. So, man, it's time. 
It's time to put on a hard hat, launch pail, let's get to work. Derek Mason, Vanderbilt head coach. Chris, you believe this might be the biggest game of his career at Vanderbilt? I, th- I think it might be. Um, I think that this is a situation, if they beat South Carolina, then they're going to and they're going to be 4-1. Vanderbilt is typically in. I think that he needs to have a good season. I think that last year when the wheels came off, that brought back a lot of the doubts from the first year or two that, frankly, kind of put him in a bad spot in his first two years. He just didn't look like an SEC coach. I think if they beat South Carolina, they've got a chance to go to a bowl game, probably a pretty good chance, because I think there's plenty of winnable games left on that schedule. I think at this point they're going to be favored over Arkansas Tennessee. They'll certainly be favored over Tennessee State. And, and there's some other games on that schedule that they can win, too. But, you know, right now Vegas has got this as a, as a two-point game. And just historically across the years, this is a game that they've had a really hard time winning, this get-over-the-hump game. And this is a really good litmus test for them against a team that just year in, year in and year out for nine years in a row, they can't seem to beat. Uh, no matter what the circumstance. Yeah, South Carolina's beaten Vandy nine straight, Chris. How much is Derek Mason talking about that this week? How much of a factor will that be? How much of a motivating source will that be for the Commodores? You know, I can't remember if that came up yesterday. It, it may have briefly at the start, uh, but I, I would think that they would have to know. Um, you know, I look back at the game a couple years ago where they opened the season here and I, you know, they led most of the game. They just got really conservative. They made the dumb decision to play Wade Freeback. When the offense was moving the ball well, it just seems like you know something always happens with them in South Carolina. I, I don't know how much you discuss that internally because I don't know how much you want to bring the ghost into the room, but it's just I, I think this is a fairly even matchup. But it's just it's kind of hard to pick Vanderbilt until they get over the hump because it just seems like it's always something in this game with them. I think Vanderbilt earned a lot of respect with their performance against Notre Dame, and I believe Gamecock people, you know, South Carolina fans. The coaching staff, the players, uh, they Vanderbilt got everyone's attention with that performance against eighth-ranked Notre Dame. 22-17, Notre Dame won it, but again, Vandy had every chance to win, and they might have been a better football team much of the ball game. So it's going to be an interesting matchup on Saturday, Chris. Yeah, and that's the interesting thing about the Notre Dame game is, like, I go back a couple years when they upset Georgia and Athens, and I think from memory the total yardage in that was – was Georgia had 400, they had 199. That's Zach Cunningham, just made some incredible plays. And they walked out with, with the win, but it was kind of a smoke and mirrors thing. And a lot of times when they pull those upsets, that's kind of been what it's been. Last week they went into Notre Dame and outgained a top-10 team by 40 yards on the road and didn't really catch any breaks. They had a couple turnovers. Uh, there was some griping about the officiating. Yeah, I don't know how fans are. I don't know if they were valid or not. But the um, point is, a lot of things didn't go their way. But yet, the yardage thing is one thing I look at. That tells me, can you hang with the team or not? When And they when they averaged almost a yard more than Notre Dame did per snap, I think that they're not taking any more victories. But I think that's a little bit of a hint. That, that maybe there's a pretty good team under there if, if things break right for them this year. We'll wait and see. So Vanderbilt's 2-1 and one, coming off this five-point loss at Notre Dame. Next week, Vandy's got Tennessee State. And then, Chris, in an interesting scheduling quirk, Vandy's last seven ball games will be in conference. The Commodores go to Georgia on October the 6th. Then it's Florida at home, at Kentucky, and at Arkansas 
followed by a bye week, and then the last three all in conference at Missouri at home against Ole Miss and Tennessee. Seven straight in the SEC to wrap up the regular season. And that's that's true. It is unusual, but at the same time, uh, you take out Georgia, and, and from that stretch forward, you, you might have an argument that that's the six SEC teams you most want to play because you're in the East. And I don't really know about Florida. I'm, I'm kind of – jury's out on them a little bit. But, you know, they got Arkansas and Ole Miss in the West. Right now, if you had to pick two teams you want to play, those are probably at the top of the list. Certainly Arkansas would be. So, yeah, it's, it's brutal in that sense and that there's really not a lot of easy games in the SEC, however you slice it. Uh, but, but again, at least Alabama's not in there or an Auburn or an LSU, and I, I think that, that has to brighten the prospects for them uh, a little bit at least. Well, Chris, you know, the Gamecocks game this past Saturday against Marshall was canceled due to Hurricane Florence, so I think Gamecock players and fans and coaches ready to get back at it this Saturday against Vanderbilt. So we're looking forward to the ball game. Thanks very much for your time today. You bet. Thanks for having me, and hope everybody in your listening area came out okay with, with all the – the natural disaster stuff. Uh, but I know a lot of folks in this part of the country were certainly praying for them. We appreciate that. Thank you. That's Chris Lee from VandySports.com. You can read his work. VandySports.com is the website. And I'm Emerson Phillips, and this is Gamecock Central Radio. Thanks for joining us. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.